Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Oh, oh, oh. 
Enjoy Stingray music free on your mobile. Thank <laughs> you. 
You're listening to Stingray Music. Oh, 
Father, for this day and for allowing us to be able to enjoy it. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for waking us this morning. We thank you, Father, for giving us another day to do better. Father, we thank you for this call, for providing us with a place where we can come together and fellowship and to learn and to share in your word, Father. Father, on this Mother's Day, we just thank you for the greatest creation, the person who gave us life, who reared us, who loved us unconditionally, second only to you, Father. And we pray that all the mothers and the grandmothers and and those that step in as mothers, that they are having the best day today. Father, we just continue to thank you for our very existence. And, Father, I pray that anyone who takes the time to listen to this call now or later, that they hear something on here that will help them, Father, in their walk with you. I pray that we are continuing to be a blessing to others, even in simple ways, by acknowledging someone's presence, saying hello opening a door, helping with the package. It doesn't cost us any time, and it could mean the world to someone else. Father, we thank you for your unconditional love, your mercy, and your grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. We started our service this morning with praise and worship through song, followed by opening prayer. When I conclude the announcements, Brother Sam will give the word, and the service will conclude with Brother Sam conducting prayer requests. I would like to thank everyone for joining us this morning and ask that you put your phones on mute to eliminate any background noise from disrupting the service. Thank you. <coughs> Excuse me. All are welcome to call into the Prayer Shift and Ministries morning prayer call, Tuesday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time at 724-444-7444. The call ID is 126976, and then select one for guests. Again, that is the morning prayer call, Tuesday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. The number is 724-444-7444. The call ID is 126976, and then select 1 for guests. (coughs) You can also listen in on your computer. Go to TalkShoe.com, enter the same call ID, 126976, and click on the pink square in the middle of the screen that says the call is in progress. Click to listen. Again, that is TalkShoe, T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E.com, call ID 126976. Then click on the pink square in the middle of the screen that says the call is in progress. Click to listen. 
You can also listen to previous day's prayer calls. If you scroll down, they are listed by date, starting with the most current. There will be a prophetic call held on the first Saturday of each month at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time at 724-444-7444. The code is 145000. The June call will be held on Saturday, June 2nd. Again, that is a prophetic call on the first Saturday of the month at 7 p.m. The number is 724-444-7444, and the code is 145000. The June call will be held on Saturday, June 2nd. We ask that you continue to keep watching it in your prayers, and we ask that you continue to keep Sister Donna on your prayer list, who has been diagnosed with multiple myeloma. May God continue to bless all on our prayer list with the strength needed to make it through their journey. During the word and prayer request, please refrain from individual conversations and prayer shout-outs, even if it is for Brother Sam. Although greatly appreciated, they disrupt the service. The prayer call mentioned above is a better form as it is more informal. Thank you for your cooperation. And let us continue to pray for our young people. So many are lost and misdirected. They are under attack and need prayer like never before. Start with the ones closest to you and then extend your prayer to those who have no one to pray for them. The day is today and the time is definitely now. Trauma Center Church would like to take a moment to congratulate the 2018 graduates, starting with elementary school, high school, and then, and then college. May God continue to bless you as you move on to your next educational level and the new road that has been availed. Trauma Center Church would also like to, to say Happy Mother's Day. May your day be filled with love, happiness, and God's continued blessings. This concludes this week's announcement. Brother Sam? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you, Father God. Mm. Let your presence enter in, Father. Let your spirit begin to move, increase, and burn. Handras gonna touch everyone that is listening now, Father. As your spirit is becoming alive. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes, Lord. Mm. Yes, Father God. Thank you. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you for that covering, for that anointing, for that peace. Right now, I'm just asking that you just avail yourself to the Spirit of God. Right now, I'm just asking that you open yourself up to the Spirit of God. The spirit of the living God. The living God. Not a dead God. Not an image. Not an idol. But a living God. 
Mm, 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 mm. Not even a false god. Ooh, so many of us have false gods, and we don't even recognize that. What do I mean by a false god? Or an idol. When something has taken the place that God has ordained for him to be there. You know, you could be in love with somebody and put them before God. As far as I got to take care of them first before I, I find out what my God is on his agenda. That means you have positioned them above your God. It could be your child, your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. It could be a car, a job, finances, mammon. Mm, mm, mm. And a lot of times when that happens, we're not even recognizing or realizing that we've done it. See, the enemy slick, people. The enemy is slick. He's the father of lies. So you got to recognize Mm. See, we are trying to defeat the enemy, out-wrestle him, out-think him. I got this. People, come on, let's be real. You can't do it. It's only one person who can and did, and that's why he's the living God. The Bible, the devil know the Bible better than you. See, his, one of his main things is to get you to fight him in yourself. Come on now. See, 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 see. If you're trying to fight this devil in your strength, in your understanding, in what you know, and who you are, he said, come on. He will allow you to come a little bit further down that path. Come on a little deeper. Come on, because he knows that you keep walking that way, you're going to go off a ledge. And you'd be wondering why God is trying to restrain you. He'd be wondering why something ain't working out right. Because God's trying to get you, hey, dude, hey, girl, you, you, you're not doing this the way that I've ordained this. People, he's the father of lies. And our flesh nature will side with him because it, it does not like our spirit. See, if you begin to understand that the true, the biggest battle is the flesh and the spirit inside of you, come on, child of God. If you can begin to recognize that, and then that means you're going to have to begin to yield, to humble yourself, to be real, to recognize that, you know what, you don't have this. I can't do this. That I am beat up. I am hurt. In me, but there is a God that's inside of me that wants to take it, but he has to teach and train you how to do it his way. See, I'm going to piggyback off of what my brother spoke about yesterday when he was talking about posture. Because, see, that's, that, that's how we already entered in the battle defeated. I know many of you all see many of you all have seen um, the, the the boxing matches or the wrestling. Matches. What's the first thing when the two opponents come and they put them in the ring? They stare each other down. That's the posture that he's talking about. I got this, cause see, so many battles are won right then and there. If I can let this dude, if I can get him into a mode of fear, if I can look him in his eyes and scare the crap out of him. I got the fight already. And you, and you can tell one of them start glancing around, you know. Oh, yeah, he already in his head. That was my, Ali's biggest thing. He would get in your head. That's all the talking that he did because he was, see, he was working the ring. He was fighting the battle before he even got in the ring. He knew what he was doing. 
Because I heard that if you were truly around him, he was a very quiet and humble man, but he was smart. See, back in his day, Ali, the, the boxing ring wasn't as big as it was. Ali helped to create all of that from his mouth. So he was fighting from a smart advantage before the fight even began. So now how about you adopt that principle? Why don't you begin to do a, learn how to fight from a spiritual advantage before the match begins? Because let me tell you something. In this thing called life, a lot of times you don't recognize when the battle's going to come. You don't recognize till the war hits. Until the bomb drops in front of you. You got a bad doctor's report. You had a car accident. Money was taking you. You broke this. You lost your job. All of a sudden, bam, I'm in a war. But see, what you didn't recognize is if you'd have been listening to the Holy Spirit beforehand, he would have been prepping you, getting you ready, talking to you, because you're wondering why you're studying this particular scripture or why you're associated with these particular things or why all of a sudden you're doing something a little bit different than you normally would. But see, that means you got to learn how to walk by the Spirit because the Spirit is trying to get you to do something. But you in yourself, come on now, you're resistant. Oh, this is, I don't need to be doing this. Oh, I got this. Oh, I ain't doing this now. See, that's why we have to learn how to walk by the Spirit of God so that when God is speaking to you, you begin to yield and move in accordance with the direction and leadership of the Holy Spirit. So we started talking about posture, which means facing your giants, because there's a battle coming up. And a lot of times you don't know when the battle is on, but you got to have the right posture. So when the bomb does explode, then you can say, oh, my God. First of all, you got to learn how to run to the word, not in yourself. When the bomb explodes, when life happens, you got to learn how to stop. Okay, hold up, wait a minute. I can't talk right now. I, I, I can't lose it right now. I got a God help me. So you must learn how to respond rather than react. It's not even a choice if you want to live victoriously. You must learn how to stop. Pause and seek God in that moment so he can begin to direct your path. But the minute you yield to that flesh, which is going to go crazy and all of that, that's already, you're already starting off at a negative. You're starting off at a deficit. So we're going back to posture when you got to stop when the boy life happens in front of you. Bam, the bomb explodes now. Uh-oh, wait a minute, this ain't good. Now, if you had been listening to God when he's been preparing you because he's the almighty, he's omniscient, he knows everything. He's been preparing you whether or not you recognize it. So now in that moment when life happens, you pause, you go seek the word of God, the Holy Spirit, which you've been studying, hopefully, so that you got something within you to draw from. See, if you get posture, we got to understand process. Process. So then when life is happening, you know how, what's going on, what, how to do what, when, where, and where. And God wants and desires to teach you all of these things. See, it's the devil that's trying to get you to trip up and, and run into yourself. It's the devil that's trying to make you miss it and say that you got it and walk in your pride. Ha, 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 And who you are. But God's not, no, that's not God. God needs you to walk in whose you are. That means you're covered by the blood of the Lamb, that you're righteous made according to the Word of God, not because of anything you've done on your own accord. So posture, when life happens, that bomb explodes, you stand and face your giants. 
Now, in that process that you begin to learn, you must learn how to respond. Take the moment to connect to God. You close your, keep your mouth shut. If you got to walk away, if you got to move, if you got to go somewhere else and then come back and, and, and respond, then you do that. You can't just begin to open that thing on your face and let it fly off at the handle. Because, see, what you're doing is you, you, you're cursing yourself. You're slowing your blessings. See, what Mark was talking about yesterday, imposture, he was talking about when God speaks a word of your life, but a cup doesn't come to manifest, and then we'll get caught in ourselves. We'll blame ourselves. But what about, I mean, you don't blame yourself, you blame God. But what about if you begin to look and see what it is that you're missing, what you're doing wrong, what's going on? See, God's word is not going to come to him void. It's not going to come back to him void. It will accomplish what you send it to do. But if you start walking in you, if you start missing it and yielding to you and not understanding it's you, 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 your emotions, your feelings, your thinking, all of those things which God says, no, 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 that's not how this works. So now we're going to go from posture. Now we're going to go to walking by the Spirit. I'm going to, get, I'm going to save you a whole bunch of time. You're supposed to be overwhelmed. And understand me in the, under, in, in the mind frame of what I'm speaking in. This thing is geared for you to be overwhelmed, to feel beat up, to be tired, all of that. Understand me when I'm saying this and from where I'm saying this. Okay? Because, if, again... Your flesh is cursed. Again, you need to be led by the Spirit because see what happens when we think we got it, when we feel we got it, we know what we're doing, then you're walking according to you, which is walking according to your soul, which is not following the leadership of your spirit. And because God knows the nature of our flesh, didn't I just say you got to learn who you are and the nature? I might not have said it. I wrote it down, so I might be ahead of myself. But God understands the nature of our flesh. So we will automatically, bam, we just click and do off of what we think and what we know. So, but when you're tired and you feel like you can't do it, Lord, again, why? Why is this happening again? Lord, because he's training you, I can't do this. And then at that moment that you say, I can't do this inside of yourself, you might not even utter. <sighs> okay, God, okay, 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 okay. And that's when you begin to disconnect from self and connect to God. And in that moment when you lower, really again, Lord, I, I I couldn't even finish the other stuff. Now, <sighs> all right, okay, Lord, okay, okay, okay. See, see, you find yourself pausing because see what it is. You recognize that something has got to be dealt with, and you can't run away. And hopefully, by this point in time, you recognize that you you got to counsel. You got to watch your mouth. And see, what he's trying to get you to do on a continuous basis, when life happens, you just automatically, you connect in your spirit, man. And actually, even before life happens, you just stay there. That's why he tells you that you should be praying always. It's a mindset, a spiritual set, that you're constantly connected to him. Because, see, and you're doing that, then you're walking according to the leadership of the Spirit. So now there's a flow about your life. You find that you're not battling everything all the time, or, to the, or you've grown to the point that you allow the battles to be the battles, but you're walking in peace.
Because, see, now you're walking in the strength and the leadership of, the, of God. He said, I can do all things in Christ Jesus. It didn't say I can do all things through Samuel Farley. It says I have the mind of Christ. See, if, in order for me to do all things, I must get out of my flesh. So until he has grown me to the point that I'm walking in accordance with such, he got to let me keep facing stuff on my own and, and, and keep bowing down until I get humble, until I recognize, Lord, until you sit down, oh, Lord, oh, wait, let me, let me tell you what happened. See, this again, you start, you'll begin to get to the point where you start recognizing that you're doing something different because now you're so in tune with your spirit, and you'll begin to say, okay, Lord, something's going on. See, now this is when you flow with God enough, and he starts, you start learning how he operates. See, you can see the hand of God moving. Come on now. See, again, exercising, you know, continuously doing it. You will begin to see God doing and moving and shifting, and you go, okay, wait a minute, something. And see, if you get to the point that you, oh, you get to the point that you're connected enough, God will begin to tell you because he trusts you. He knows you're going to do it. He know you, he know you, you he know even though you don't like doing it, but you're going to do it anyway. Come on now. And he know I can tell you this, because I talked about that the other day with Abraham. Because what did he say? Oh, I can trust Abraham, because he and his household is going to do what I tell him to do. So let's tell him what's going on. See, God will get you to that point. That's when you are a friend of God. But you got to learn how God operates. You got to be connected. You got to learn these things and learn how to yield to your flesh and let your yield to your spirit. And let your spirit guide you, not walk according to your flesh, which means your mindset, your understanding, your will. All these things that God has to consistently get you out of, because it's natural for you to do it. The world trains you to do it. That's how we're brought up. Wow, makes sense to me because the prince of the power of the air is the one who has set the agenda of the world. So, of course, he will, everything he does will be to pull you away from the things of God. He's the prince of the power of the air. That's why you've got systems in place. That's why you've got strategies in place, everything to pull you away from the way that God operates. So, no, it's not happenstance. Again, didn't I tell you that he's the father of lies, the master of deception? So since he's that, he ain't just working on you. He's working on you, your family, your neighbor down the street. He's working on your job. He's working on everything because he can, because he's got the power to do such. That power was afforded to him when Adam sinned and gave him dominion. But now when you become a child of God, now you're operating in a higher dominion. But you have to learn how it operates and choose to submit and subject yourself to the leadership of the Holy Spirit and then walk according to such. So now that's, again, why you have to learn how to walk by the Spirit and get out of the flesh. So God, again, process trains you by you being tired, overwhelmed, etc. But whatever's in front of of you, you recognize it has to be done, so now you're looking for something higher than you to be able to carry you through. See, now that's where it comes to, to stand and to stand there for. See, we got to look at those commercials with the, with the, with the baby, uh, and, 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 you know, daddy needs a day off, and mama needs a day off, and the baby looking at you like, really? <laughs> Why? The latest one was the daughter talking about <laughs> she's getting ready married and the father's sick. No, that, you know, because see, there are times in life when what's in front of you doesn't give us a combo caramba, how you feel. Okay, don't show up. Don't do it. Okay, 
You know the consequences. <clears throat> you can cry, pout, get mad. Okay. All right, you don't want to broke. You don't want to want this job that you've been preparing for all this time. You don't want to been been all this time recognized what's coming from you now. All of a sudden, this happens. That happens. You gotta learn. You gotta learn how to press your way through. Outside of your emotions, again, that's something else that you gotta be trained. Yeah, I, I gotta give dibs to my daughter this weekend because I was trying to get down there to take to be a father to do what I needed to do. Life happened. Uh, okay. I did everything I could, but life happened. So I got down outside of the time frame that I was trying to. But my daughter handled it. By the time I got down there, things was pretty much moved and, and what they need to be. See, that's what we have to do. We have to learn how to recognize when life shifts, God has made a way. Come on now, you got to recognize that. But see, a lot of times you miss it if you're walking according to yourself because you're so wrapped up into how you feel and how you plan and what was supposed to happen, and then life shifted. Mm. But see, when you learn how to respond, when life shifts, then you can pause. Then you can pause and say, okay, God, well, hmm, because I recognize that you are Jehovah Jireh, my provider. So, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I know you. So, Father God, I'm pausing right now. So I can see your hand at work. Hush, Come on now. I hope y'all getting this right now. I'm pausing because I'm trusting my God more than I'm trusting my daddy. See, that's what he's working in my daughter's life, which is the same thing he's working in your life. You got to get to the point in your relationship that you trust God more than your mother, your father, your job, and everything else. Okay, when you do that, then he will move on your behalf and fulfill the words and the promises that he spoke to you. It's a lot of meat I'm spitting out right now. A lot of meat. But we got to get to this point so we can quit blaming God about why this didn't happen. Or why that didn't happen. Or why, oh, wait a minute, wait, our famous one. Why is it taking so long? Just because of the fact that you complain, let God know <laughs> you're not ready yet. Because, see, time means nothing for God. God created time out of eternity. <laughs> well, you know, okay. I, I got nothing but time. I created it. <laughs> and as long as you don't learn how to do it my way, it's going to take even longer. That's just like, you know, growing up. <laughs> you know, you do something. Parents you clean the room. You come in there and they come in there like, this ain't clean. Yes, it is. What's this over here? What's that over there? Why did Bam! Do it over. <laughs> I ain't going to mess with my child right now, but we had an incident where I, I, uh, I'm going to just leave that alone. But you have to learn how to do things God's way. Because that's, you, want, you, want your, you want his promises fulfilled, don't you? You want to quit taking years to do what could take days to do? Well, learn the processes. Learn how he's ordained things to move. Learn how to flow with him. That's what the situation is not his word. 
So now let's go back. We talked about posture. We're in a process. We talked about posture facing your giants. We talked about walking according to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. We're talking about getting up out of yourself, getting up out of your mindset and to lean into the things of God. Let's talk about this. Understanding who God is. When God says or speaks something to you, understand that God is speaking it to you in a finished state. Ooh, yeah, that'll go by. He's God. When God sees you, he sees you already saved, filled, and accomplished these things. So now when he speaks this over your life, but you're looking at yourself, your situation, your circumstance, and you, uh, I don't see me doing this. I, I, I can't, I, I don't even feel, Lord, and, and he knows that. But what he did is he planted that word he spoke it into your seed time, harvest time. That word has now been planted into your life. Now it's going to begin to move and to grow you up and to becoming who he called you to be. See, what does it tell you in this word? That you were predestined unto the adoption by sons. See, that predestined means even before you were in your mother's womb that he already knew. So he's coming to you from a finished tense. So now since you're predestined, now since he says this is who I called you to be, it's not who you walk in, that facade, or even more so what the enemy has tricked you into walking according as. See, a lot of us have been tricked or damaged or wounded or broken or, 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 or cursed or whatever, and we're not walking according to whom God created us to be. So, of course, we're going to struggle with whom he's calling us because we don't see it. It don't make sense. I ain't got time for that. He go, I know. I know. See, God spoke it. Now, Holy Spirit, go do it. Understand, we got to try you and God now. See, see, God spoke it. See, and now the Holy Spirit is going to come and begin to work that thing out of your life. And any time that you're not there, he's going to look through his son, Jesus Christ, who is the righteousness of God. He's going to see you through him. So he still sees a finished work, even though you're nowhere there, even though you're still sinning, even though you're missing it continuously. But he looks at you through the blood of Christ, which watches his pure soul. And he says, yeah, you're still my child. See, that's why Drake's talking about he sees those who still on a, a chemically dependent, but God sees them righteous. How can he see me righteous? I just got high all night. But God said, but I know who I called you to be. Come to me, my son. Come to me, my child. My blood will cleanse and purify, and I just need you to trust me. I need you to trust me, and let me begin to work that out of your life, which you cannot do by yourself. Because if you could, you'd have stopped a long time ago. Because I heard your cries. I heard you crying. I heard you hollering. I heard you trying to get away from this. But the prince of the power of the air has his I'm so wrapped in you that you can't break him off. Wow, Jesus. So you want to stop. You want to change. You want to do differently. And even on your best day, you find yourself right back where you at. Mm, mm, mm. Or you might even stop for a period of time. It might be years. Then something triggers it. And you go running right back to the very thing that you just escaped from. And you're wondering why. Because you did it. 
It wasn't done in Christ. It wasn't done in his strength and his blood and his righteousness. And if nothing else, if nothing else, if nothing else, <laughs> the devil can wear you out because he got one thing on his side. He got time. <laughs> he got time. How many, how many football players or basketball players 10 years or 15 years later able to perform at the same level that they did when they were youngsters? Life is designed to wear you out because hopefully it will wear it out to the point that we recognize that we need God, that I missed it, that I, I'm still not where I need to be. Hopefully it, 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 it will get us to the point that, you know, Lord, I tried it my way. Now, nah, let me try it your way because I, I, I believe it's something better because what, if this is what I got, if this is what I got to show for these 10, 20, 30 years of life, Lord, I need something better. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Oh, Father God, I don't even remember what I was talking about. I just got pulled away. Hmm. Talked about the flesh. Talk about focus for a minute. Focus is very important. What you're focusing on is what you're walking toward, what you're working toward. What you're focusing on. Again, see, see this, all this, the Holy Spirit will begin to teach you. Because... If you're focusing on something, you can begin to block everything else out. See, that becomes your peripheral vision. Whatever movie I was looking at, I think it was Underworld or something. It was funny. Wow, this is perfect example. Father God, thank you for that. These move. Wow. And we've seen it just in movies, period. When the two leaders, mm, this is powerful, God. Thank you, Jesus. The two leaders are fighting everybody around them. But then the one leader sees the other leader standing up, meeting uh, uh, away, away in the distance. But they see each other. And then they begin to move toward each other. Or, or, or the greater one, the one that's going, the, the other starts coming out there and the other one will begin to walk away. But a lot of times they're walking toward each other. And, 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 I, and I see this because, see, this is a, a great story about how life is. If you begin to become focused on what God calls you to focus on, you don't get caught up in everything else. And see, what, even what I'm talking about, see, you focus and you trust in God and you're beginning to walk towards your victory. Now, out of the side will some, come something to distract you. But what does that person do? They're like, whoop, in a minute, cut that enemy down and keep walking. A lot of times they don't even lose a step. A lot of times they, they, they're walking, they're walking, and they'll, they'll come a moment, or somebody else will come in and take that out. See, that's how God has ordained this thing to be. But you've got to be focused on what God has called you to focus on. And see, if you're in tune with God, he'll have your senses up so that you are surrounded and understand and trust him. He says there's a hedge of protection around your life. So he's not going to let anything happen, stands happen to you. Because trust and believe, I sometimes I, I shake my head and, I, Lord, I messed up again. Thank you, God. I thought I had, Lord, I just, and I shake my head. I, just, I did this dumb, oh, Jesus. But he said, I got you, son. Focus on what I called you to do. I'm going to take care of your small stuff. I'm going, because I need you focus 
on that giant right now. Uh, see, that's what David did. He focused on that giant. And he focused on his God. And that's when he took that rock and he began to ran toward his giant. And that's what God needs you to do. But see, when you start getting caught up in every battle and everything and that thing, and then you're not focusing and the enemy starts laughing because he say, I got you again. And then you get frustrated. And then you again, it doesn't work for me. I don't know why I'm not getting this. Lord, I don't know why it's taking so long. And then after a while, when you continue to do this, then you begin to slowly fall away, shift away, and start doing something different. And then that faith begins to dwindle. And it gets smaller because you're not exercising it. Because you were tired. You were beat up. And it wasn't working because according to how you thought it should work, you didn't see the results that you thought you needed to see. So you stopped fighting. And the more you do it, or in this case the less you do it, the more you are slowly yielding to self. And then you begin to become larger in your soul life than your spirit. And your spirit begins to dwindle because you're not walking according to it. And then you don't even recognize one day you start walking towards your destiny. That thing that you thought you could be, what you desired to be, no, I tried. You just stopped doing it. You just stop doing it. And a lot of times, at that point, we'll become hardened, bitter, frustrated, pissed. And what we we won't even truthfully say, we blame God. And we'll take it out on people, things, and places. Or we'll even take it out on God by not spending time with him. But we don't recognize that we missed it. And see, once that thing called hope, that, that flame, that flicker of hope gets pushed out, that's why a lot of people take their life or just totally give up because there's no lower, more flicker. The processes of God are very important because, (laughs) bottom line, you got to learn to do it his way. And if you're not, then you'll miss it and you'll stop. Mm. And the the majority of the thing with the processes of God, the majority of the lessons that he wants you to learn is to pull more away from self and to draw closer to him. That's the majority essence of it. Again, the trials, the tribulation, the weariness, the fatigue, the battle, all of those things that you're going to experience. And when it gets to the point that you're experiencing them on a, on a longer basis, that means you need more power of God. See, if he's truly your source, he will give you what you need. If he's truly your source, but see, he got to, he got to train you, to walk in that manner. 
and I mentioned this to the other, he's got to train you and prove to you that his word is true in your own walk. A lot of people are like, well, the Bible ain't true. Okay. And I've, I don't argue with people about that anymore. Because walk it. He'll prove it to you step by step. Ain't my job. But you have to be proving that for yourself because you can't stand and stand there for if you're trying to stand on something that you don't believe. Mm. So you wonder why you're falling. And, and, and God knows that truly, that you don't truly trust him. You don't truly believe him. You don't truly understand him. He said, and and knowledge, wisdom, and all that, getting, getting an understanding. So he'll begin to train you about all of this. That's what the Holy Spirit's job is to do. Remember, God sees you from a finished picture because he's seeing you through his son. The triune God in effect to get you to where he called you to be so that word cannot be fulfilled in your life. <sighs> wow. Process. Posture, walking by the Spirit, feeding your spirit, getting away from your flesh, focus, leaning on God. All those are, are, are points that we need to do in order to be able to walk in the fullness of the, of the Word of God on our life. To begin to walk into whom God calls us to be, to begin to walk away from us. With the big, biggest battle being within us. Holding our tongue, responding rather than reacting. All these things that he, it's a necessity for you to begin to understand so you can begin to receive the promises of God that he desires to give you. Becoming accountable, becoming real. Because now, if the word of God is true and something's not manifesting, something's not happening, <clears throat> it's your fault. That's the one thing we don't want to hear. Mm -mm. It's your fault. I can't say it no other way. It's your fault. Now, why it's your fault? Well, that's you and the Holy Spirit. Because, see, God's word ain't going to lie. So if something's not working, we need to go to the drawing board with him and let him Begin to talk to us. That's see that. Who see we don't know, dog. We that see we don't know. Uh, see that that. Mm -mm. Cause see we might have been walking according with something for forty, fifty years, and all of a sudden you gonna tell me you wrong? Uh, yeah, he is. Again, forty, fifty years. Hell, you've been walking this way for a hundred years. We talking about an eternal God, a timeless God, talking to a speck of dust who's here for a second. 100 years compared to eternity, second. But that's the reality of it. So now, when he's trying to lovingly show you where you're missing it at, get up off your offense, your pride, your flesh. He knows the real reasons why what's going on. But we get so easily damaged or mad or hardened. And we allow the enemy to hold us and keep us contained in areas and arenas that God wants us to be free. That he died so that you can be free. 
Come on now. But see, these are the things that we don't want to hear because now it's going to be the Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror. I got to look at myself and say, oh, where am I missing it? What did I do? What's really going on? And we'll walk away from that and choose to walk in the lie because it's easier or it's more acceptable or it's what I'm used to and comfortable in rather than fighting to walk in peace. Walk in prosperity, walk in health, and, and then when and when life does challenge me with the negativity, I have enough confidence and relationship to go to my God, and say, "Oh Jesus, you know, I, I, I've been doing this for thirty years, and these last ten years, I thought I thought we finally got it together." Now, Lord, I ain't trying to say I'm totally right, but but uh, God, that was just say I got cancer. And, Lord, I, you know, um, he said, I got a few months. Lord, I don't know where it came from. I know I've been feeling something, Lord. I know, look, see, come on now. That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to show you a thing of grace. Lord, I know, you know, those first 25 years when I've been overeating and, and doing and drinking and all these things, Lord, I was missing it, and Lord. But these last five, as you've really been correcting me, and I've been yielding and, and, and think my diet has been getting better. I started exercising, and then I began to see the other factors in my whole life and in my soul. And, the, Lord, you've really been working with me. But, Lord, now all of a sudden, the, the, the doctor said that i got a few months to live. I've been, I've been wondering what that pain was, and I finally got enough courage to get my, go face my giant to see what this pain I've been running from. And he said, i got cancer. But, Lord, we just starting to get this thing right. Lord, he said, I got, because of those 25 years of abuse, outweighs my five years of walking righteous. Lord, you just told me who I was supposed to be and everything I'm supposed to be doing. But the doctor says I got months to live. Now, Father, if, if, if this cancer takes me out, I will, I, in a year or a month, I can't fulfill what you called me to fulfill. See, when you go to your God like that, and you've been walking according to the light that's in your life, making changes, this is when grace and mercy begin to kick in. And see, you coming to God based on his word and his promises. And see, your posture was correct because you faced your giants. And, 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 you, and he's seeing you as a finished product through his son, Jesus. And you're covered by the blood. So 25 years, it outweighs five years in the natural. He said, you know what? Yeah, I got a little bit of mercy. I'm going to do some things because I see some promise in you. So I'm going to be God. I choose to be the most high. Right now, I go, touch him and give him some healing. Right now, how you gonna go? touch him and give him some peace? The past is all understanding, so he'll begin to allow my word to work that out in his life, and he'll perfect all things that concern him. Now, I feel like right now I'm the most high, and I don't want my word to come back more because now he has humbled himself to become a willing and obedient subject. Touch him right now. What do you think cancer going to do? Does it have a choice? Who said it going to do? Cancer has no choice because you chose to believe God according to how God has been growing you. Cancer ain't got a chance. That's an example 
of what I'm talking about, how God is leading all of us, how God is growing all of us up. But we got to be willing to do it the way God's calling us to do it. Posture is important. Process is important. Focus is important. Leadership of the Holy Spirit is important. Feeding your spirit. All of these things that God begins to train you to get you up out of the way that you're normally used and have been trained by the world to now do things according to his spirit. And he systematically increases in your life. But he's got to take you through the period of being worn out, tired, beat up, battle fatigue, and saying to hell with all this. And even I don't even understand why. But you get up and you do it anyway. <laughs> you get up and you trust God in spite of. <laughs> and you quit letting your emotions run your life. <sighs> That's like when we used to work out. I'm going to close on this. Me and, me and Ted and Dre, we'd be in the garage pumping. And we might do 15 or 20. And it's those last five when we can't lift it no more. Ted to be on one side, Dre being on the other. He said, these are the five that count push. I can't, I can't push. And we, something comes in in us, and we push. Now imagine that's the Holy Spirit now. He's telling you to push. He's got it on one side and the other side, and he's grabbing away. So then when your physical body peeks out, his spiritual body pushes, and you find yourself pushing those last five breaths. And he says those last five count more than those other 20. That's what God is telling you right now. Walk in his spirit and his anointing. And let him perfect all things that concern you. And that is our message for today. As the bees are done. <sighs> Questions, comments, criticism, conclusions. You know you don't want any criticism. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was interesting when you um, start to talk about walking in, in the light and... When you were talking about walking, um, the first thing that I thought about was the light changing from the light changing from um, the actual light to a laser, and it became an actual precision walk. Now, the walk is 
is is precise. It is it, it's fine tuned because it's not the way that you have done things in the norm. This is now it's changing because the ideology has been trained in your mind that you have went from a light that could illuminate anything to a laser that focuses on one thing. And I thought that that was essential because we, we at times always get to the place of, oh, we just need, we just need, uh, we just need to just do it. But, but now we need to just start doing things with precision so we don't have to come back and redo those things over again. Once I've done it, it's done and complete. I can go to the next thing. So we have to be precise in the things that we're doing now. And, and, I, and I got that from, from this morning when even the piggyback on yesterday of the, the – I mean, once you have gone through all of those things and you've reached your goal and you've reached the prophecy, then you could be precise and be go to the next thing. And it makes you more focused to go further to get all those things done that God has already proclaimed and took on your life. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. That's very powerful. Wow. Mm. Anybody else got anything? I'm going to go downstairs. Anybody else got anything? Going once. Going twice. And three times. Okay. Prayer request, get out of the phone. Who would like prayer? Good morning, everybody. How you all doing on this lovely Mother's Day? What's up, Nene? How you doing? I'm doing good. Victorious, just like the rest of us on this line. To all the mothers on the line, happy Mother's Day and happy Mother's Day every day. Father God, I speak peace upon her heart and her life. I speak peace right now, Lord. Mm. As she continues to seek your face. Yield and to move by you, Father. Bird come forth and illuminate in her heart and her life. Call her to do, Lord. Hold her in your hand, Father, and release unto her that next level of anointing, that next level of grace, that next level of fellowship with you. Let her desire to walk more in the newness than in the oldness of who you call her to be. As you continue to move 
in that fashion, she will begin to rise up to become the fullness of your word that's been spoken in her life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. I'll go ahead. Okay, no problem. Oh, you go to Scotobuskitagosishitagombuskitagorandiskotobuskitagorandiskotobuskitagorandiskotobuskitagorandiskotobuskitagorandiskotobuskitagorandiskotobuskitagorandiskotobuskitagorandiskotobuskitagorandi
The fullness, who right there, right there. The fullness, right. Mm. The fullness, right there, right there. Mm. The fullness, right there, right there. Mm. The fullness, the fullness, the fullness, the fullness. See, I see that right now. I see that right now. I see that right. This is what God is telling me. You concentrate on allowing the light of God to come inside of you. You concentrating on keep putting in the word. Don't get caught up in the minor distractions and the minor wars. That's what the devil's trying to do. Like I talked about those two, those two, those two captains, those two enemy captains, opposing forces, when they focused on each other. They didn't get caught up in everybody that came against them. See, the light of God will repel or, get, or keep those others, but it's the one that you got to battle. That's who you focus on. That's who you walk toward. Everything else will shift and move as God is ordained. So you're saving your strength, you're saving yourself, and you're using the word of God for where the battle counts. You're really beginning to walk and to learn and to move in that accord. Mm. And God is going to perfect all things that concern you, even those things that attacked you when you were in your mother's womb. Because that, who's not God called you to be, who he created you to be. You are a man of the most living God who's got a great destiny to walk in. And that is my word for you this morning, man. Peace. Thank you. And you know, you know something. That's what I was going to add. That's what I was going to add to. I know the comments and criticisms have been closed, but um, when we are in the midst of our facing our giants, and even in the midst of that war, because it's an epic showdown, everything stops. The war is between you and that giant and everyone, including the ones that were fighting, they stop to see what is about to go down. And literally there is nothing because you have been so in tuned and focused on this particular battle and war, there is nothing that's going to be able to distract you. There's nothing that's going to keep you from going forward and doing what he said. There's nothing because it, it is at that point where his word has to become true or his word was always a lie. And he has to make sure that you defeat that in which is facing you, that's your giant, because like I said yesterday, he said his word would not, could not, can't, won't never come back void to him. Because if it comes back void to you, and it goes back to void to him, that means that he lied. And he says, I'm the son of God that I should not repent. And the man, um, I, I'm the son that I should not lie. Neither repent because he can't do these things. We can because we're human. He, can, he can't because he's infallible. You know, I'm, I'm going to that again because I have to go back to that situation with my mom because you said if his word comes back to me void then what he said has not happened when my mom was getting ready to transition I reminded God of what he said and I'm showing him this situation Lord I know what you said but right now this situation is not together now (laughs) wait a minute unless again now see this is where we got to be humble now if your understanding of together is a little bit different than mine then I need to shift but from what I'm looking at this ain't together and he moved and he moved 
But once you get the understanding of I tell my show. Okay. Realistically, God depends on us to have the boldness to tell him what he said. You can still be humble and go to the Father to remind the Father of the word and still get what you desire because we don't go to him with an attitude, a posture again. Father, in your words, you said remind you of your word, Father God. And I know that life happens. But, Father, my mother is in a situation right now, but, and, and she, your, your promise had not been fulfilled. I need you to remember what you said. And in that New York minute, he turns it around. In the situation where you know you are faced with doom and gloom and death is on the horizon, but he's still God. When secretions are falling all over the place, out of, out of the nose and out of the mouth and out of the ears and all these things, but he's still God because he can still speak to those places that only can hear his voice and that, that makes him be God all to himself. So we have to understand that if he is still that same God, he can do whatever he chooses. He said, I am he that creates peace and also causes calamity. I, the Lord, do these things. It's not a terrorist. I know you don't want to hear that. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not a, a follower of bin Laden. God has allowed things to happen because he's God for the simple fact that the world has to know who he is. And every time something strange happens at that point, the world starts to bend its knees again and bow and pray and say, God, if it had not been for you, where would we be? God, we need you to move. We need you to, we need you to do something that is different what has been going on in this world. Father, I need your grace, your mercy, your peace, your understanding. Father, I need you just to be God. All by yourself. Just be God. And, and that's when God moves on our behalf and shows us that his word is not a lie. His word is true, it's real, and it's on the same point, period, and blank. He's there. <laughs> and amen. <laughs> All righty. Anybody else want prayer? You can pray for me. Pamela, 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 Okay. Uh, Mark, between our family. I was already going to tell. I was. I was going to tell you. No, I, I got this one. <laughs> okay, then I bow down completely. You got her, and her family. There you go. No. <laughs> no. Pam Scotty. I'm not talking to your head knowledge. 
I'm talking to your spirit. This is the last day next to the next day of your life that you will feel as if you are defeated. There is more in you and inside of you that you could even think. This day is significant for you from the standpoint of you're focusing on, you focus on things that you're not. But I hear God saying, focus on things that you are. And when you focus on the fact of some things that you have not had, that basically gives him the understanding that you are looking at this from a minute standpoint in your mind. But he's simply saying that I know what I created. I know who you are. I know whose you are. So from here on out, you're the expectation of such. I need you to always go back to the idea that God didn't lie. He didn't make mistakes. And and I go back to, I remember you telling us a statement of, um, do you remember when you told us that you went to the survivors meeting and there was no survivors there? Right. How does that, how does that virtually make sense? I'm going to a place that is built for survivors, but I was the only one, and they say the people who have experienced what I've experienced typically don't survive. That's what you told us, right? Right, yeah. I was the only one that showed up. So what does that mean? I, Pam, Scott, had this experience that God allowed, and I'm the only one that showed up. So there's a plethora of different options that could have happened to the other people who went through the same thing that I went through, but yet I'm still here. Right? Mm-hmm. So what does that say? That's specifically saying that there's something that about you that God has desire of, that he has a need for. So even he won't let you destroy your own destiny. And my encouragement is that you know that ultimately it is God that needs you and going to use you and has an understanding as to where he wants you to go. So from here on out, my, my expectation is you look at your giants and see them as just mere people. Because if he really wanted you not to be here, he had an opportunity for you not to be here. But you still have to become the giant slayer because you're still here. You still have to become someone that ultimately has to go into her skin, her abilities, her giftings, and her powers. That's why he has need of you. So from here on out, I encourage you to be the matriarch of the family, despite what people say. 
I encourage you to still tell them the truth despite if they want to hear it. Because you are the matriarch, are you not? That is correct. You have to walk into it. It has nothing to do with you having children. It has everything to do with the idea that this is the expectation that the foremothers and the forefathers have an expectation for you to do to make sure that the lineage carries on. And that's what the father is charging you with. Elder Father? Amen. Father, come lift up Pam's family. As you continue to minister in her family, as well as her life, what I'm really hearing is your family is practice. (laughs) Your family is practice. If you can begin to look at it from that point of view and deal with it from that point of view, then it'll help you get a lot more, a lot less out of you, meaning that you're getting aggravated, pissed, and mad about the mm, boom dangling that goes on. That God is using this for instructional purposes. This is what I call HGI, Holy Ghost Institute. He's using this for instructional purposes, for one, to teach you how to walk in the capacity and the fullness of who he called you to be, and two, to minister to them as well and to allow the word to work in their life because you're going to cover and intercede on their behalf. And also, a lot of things that you see in them, you also recognize in you because it's not just them. It's also generational things that need to be dealt with. So, again, God is showing you a lot, but it's not for you to get mad about what's going on. It's for you to see and to deal with it from a spiritual as well as a natural perspective. And then you're going to have to also walk in love because God is still going to say, you got to deal with them and they're your family. You got to love on them and they're your family. They ain't going nowhere. They're your family. And when you choose to walk in Pam, you're going to feel the gaze of Jesus fixing on you because he's going to say, I've been dealing with you. Your stiff heartedness and your hardness and all of that, I've been dealing with you, and I have not quit on you, so now how are you going to quit on them?
Wilson's prayer going once. Three times. Renee, you want to go ahead and close us out? Sure. Okay, first off, I want to thank you all for including me in this Sunday. And also, thank you, God, Father God, for bringing us together. Again, to uplift you, to praise you, to worship you, and to get our training from you. For us to trust in your word, trust in your ways, in order to think in with our purpose that you have destined for our lives. Thank you for the spiritual nourishment. Thank you for the coming together in agreement with you. Lord, we know that training is a step, but you do this in love to make sure that we are in sync with you. As we go out through the day, let what we learn be encouragement for us. It's also part of the invitation of people who have come across our path who may yet yearn to have a relationship with you. In teamwork, in partnership, you have to first build the relationship. And thank you for building the relationship with us in order for us to grow, for you to grow within us. To open up that one part of us that only you can help us unwrap. And to go ahead and to meet the mighty of your death. In the name of Son Jesus, I pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Y'all going to have a blessed day. Okay, you too. Enjoy. And don't get distracted by the distractions or argue the fights today if you go out to a restaurant. All right. <laughs> okay,
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.